Hey, you crazy folks. You're back again. I'm here again. It's been a while, but like weeds on a lawn, I keep sprouting up when you least suspect me. You're back with Gregory, and we're here in uh, March. And in case you've been living under a rock, we're living in a post-apocalyptic world. Okay, maybe not really that serious. That's not serious. That's not really what's happening. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do all that. But we are living with issues, and we're all adjusting the way we live. We're living in a COVID world. And uh, I figure, you know, it's been a while since I've been on. And a lot of things have changed. Life has changed. And I figure, well, what better time than now to kind of just get an idea of or give an idea of how life has changed for me personally. Maybe some of these things you can resonate re resonate with you. Um, you guys have had some changes in your life and things are slightly off a little bit. You're adjusting to the new normal. You know, hey, how are you dealing with them? And maybe we can find a common ground and kind of reassure each other, make each other feel comfortable. So, uh, yeah, I know this is going to be a little different from my normal show, but everything is different now. So let's go with the flow and see where it goes. So, in case you've been living under a rock, COVID-19 has taken over the planet. It's kind of like Thanos in a snap. <laughs> and we're all just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, what we do next, what's going to be done next, what's going to happen next. So, uh, countries, are, countries are dealing with it. Cities and states in the, here, here at home are shutting down. The movie theaters are closed. Clubs are closed. Chicks getting their wigs done. You got to wait a while to find your girl at your house if she's not quarantined. By the way, we all self-quarantined in our own homes, our domiciles, apartments, places that we live. We're social distancing. We're trying to keep healthy, trying to keep safe, and trying not to go crazy. Whew. We're trying to keep our job, hoping our jobs keep us. Companies are trying to stay afloat, hoping they have enough money to float them until this thing blows over. And we're all, at the same time, trying to find some piece of semblance and enjoying our lives. Social media for once in, life, in my lifetime has been a savior. D-Nice has been putting on some hella shows online. I didn't watch them at first, but I'll be honest with you. I played in the background. I rocked my ass off. And now other old school hip-hop DJs and artists are taking note and taking up that, taking the management and carrying it on to the next level. So we're finding some sort of form of entertainment. Uh, movie theaters lost billions of dollars. I just saw that Disney in the first three weeks of the shutdown lost $85 billion. And I've never lost $85 billion, but I lost $8.78 one time. I lost a $20 bill at homecoming 30 years ago, and I still haven't gotten over it. So I understand what it's like to lose a little bit of change of what I'm saying. So with all that being said and all those things going on, what we're not going to do is be disappointed and just depressed because there's enough of that going on in the news and the real world for us not to have to talk about it anymore. Uh, I'm sure, much like myself, you guys are getting notifications. Uh, your local government is updating you with everything that's coming down from the federal government to state and local uh, levels. <sighs> you can't go to the stores and find fucking toilet tissue. What the hell is up with that? Water's gone. Seltzer water's gone. Baby wipes are gone. But the alcohol aisle is stacked, packed, and ready for us to act. Just saying act wisely and drink responsibly <laughs> so i figured i'd take this time to give a little bit of perspective or a little bit of uh, in-depth information on how my life has changed and how i'm dealing with it and then some of my friends without name dropping are dealing with it as well so <clears throat> i work in a corporate office nine to five american nine to five corporate american job uh, my job shut down just over a week ago, sent us all home. So we're told to work from home. So I'm working from my home office. Now, 
in a perfect scenario, that would be great. I don't like leaving home. I enjoy staying at home and, you know, wearing my pajamas and doing all my good shit. Now, this is not that, as you well know. The problem with, well, it's not a problem. The challenge, the challenge of working at home and not being able to go anywhere is that you can't go anywhere. You know, I remember being a kid and uh, my mom, uh, you know, my mom and pops, they were punishers. I grew up in the 80s and 90s and they would punish you. When they punished you, they usually told you you couldn't go outside, which was basically a death sentence or go to your room. And uh, for you um, 25s and unders, that meant no TV, no entertainment. There was no devices. So we just in our room looking at a wall, looking at pictures, reading books until we could go out. <sighs> I didn't have central air, so I had the windows open. I had the sun, sun, sunny wind blowing in my room. It was horrible. So and I'm, I'm comparing that to now, obviously. But like that's how I kind of feel right now, like. I don't go a lot of places, but I have the freedom to go places. Now, the minute you tell me I can't go somewhere because it's unavailable, that becomes a problem. And that's kind of what I'm dealing with. That's kind of how I'm facing this right now. Last week, I had a few days I went into the office and did a few things. But I came home, got home, and kind of settled in. And the first day, I was like, all right, cool. I woke up, you know, start my day at 8 o'clock, my work day at 8 o'clock. I don't have to get out of bed until 7.50. Stroll my lazy ass down to my little office in my pajamas, thick socks, and t-shirt. And I go ahead and I just start working. You know what I'm saying? I work in my pajamas. And I typically work a longer day than I normally do at the office because I work at leisurely. I work it, you know, as needed. Now, the first couple of days, that's really cool. I mean, I work from days from home already. One day a week already from home. So I'm used to that. However... Reality started to sink in when I started getting closer to the end of the week. And I started thinking, man, let's go to the movies. Let's go somewhere. But there was nowhere to go. I couldn't go anywhere. And then if I could go somewhere, I was cautious about cautious about where I went. So that started to play on my mind. Then I had friends who were like stressing and tripping out. It was like, you know, uh, I have a friend who works at home and has one child. But she doesn't typically work at home with her kid. Her kid's usually in school, like most kids. Even mine when the school is open. So she's trying to teach her kid at home and work. And she lost and lost her mind in three days. In about three days. I think it was two. Two, maybe three. And I'm like, at first I'm thinking like, that's, that's fucking crazy. I, you know, it's you know, whatever, whatever. But I started thinking about it. I was like, wow, if you've never done that before, and then if people have never had to do that, typically you're working your full day and your child is somewhere else. Even me. I mean, like when I work from home one day a week, my kids are in school. If I had them here every day, like I do now, I mean, and, and granted, I'm fortunate because my line of work allows me to work at certain, at any time of day. I'm not a nine to five guy. If I have to be eight to 10, 10 off to 10, 35 to 40 and come back, or I can work at 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm fortunate in this since I could do that. Plus, you know, I'm not alone here and my kids are older. But if I had to have some, um, I have my child here and I'm working a set schedule and I have to be available through those hours, it can be challenging. So multiply that um, times the number of workers who are at home now, and some of which are doing it for the first time, that gets to be a bit of a challenge, I would assume. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just different. But again, it is a new normal we're adjusting to. 
I gotta get back to the stores. I'm sorry, I gotta get back to the stores. I, I, I uh, this toilet tissue shit, man. Look, 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 look. I, I understand why you would want to have tissue at home, but. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta put this up. I was in the store when I saw people actually buying up the tissue. And I was doing a regular grocery shop. And I had purchased tissue a couple days before that. So I wasn't really pressed for tissue. And at that time, I wasn't really aware of how big this thing was getting. You know, I wasn't really concerned at that point. Um, there was still no cases here. They were all in Seattle and Washington. Uh, the Midwest. So I'm not, I'm in the Midwest. I'm not really worried about that. Um, and I didn't think that it would get to this point. But when I looked down the aisle, I saw people just picking up tissue. And I said, geez, that, aisle, that, 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 that um, shelf is never that empty. What the fuck's going on? I laughed a little bit. But then my, my east side of me said, man, get you some tissue, dog, because you'll know what's going on. And uh, you better get some because everybody else getting some. Because if you don't get none, you're going to be out of luck. And I'm glad I did because I got whatever was left. I got like a, a couple six-packs. Literally, literally, that was all that was left. It was Angel Soft. I never buy Angel Soft. I don't buy that shit. But I bought it. I bought Angel Soft because that's what was there. It was right next to me. I grabbed it. But I looked at it and I saw people doing this. I'm like, something, something, something's, not, something's not right. And that's when I started really thinking about it. And I said, this is going to be different. And that's when the news started really ramping up and things started picking up. But, um, fat forward, now we are where we are now. There's no toilet tissue in America. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's some places, but I'm not going to go into details about where I think it is because I don't want everybody rushing the spots. But, um, that, that kind of was a shock. And that was a, that was, that was a, that was a game changer for me. That let me know things were changing. But, fat forward, like I said, fat forward is where we are now. Um, we're rationing our toilet tissue, um hand sanitizer wipes and stuff like that look man no one no one that i know has ever lived through anything like this last time was 1916 1917 uh and unless you were um alive and you can actually tell me about that at that time you don't really have any idea what to go through or what to expect so so man i don't i don't know what this brings I found that social media has become a place of uh, salvation. I don't really comment on there very much. But I've been doing it recently. And, uh, man, um, I, um, I found that, you know, sometimes you, um, you realize that it's good to have random friends. Um, I have friends I work with at my job that I don't. I didn't really talk to that much, but we're all shit going through it. We're all having a shared experience, so it's like, oh, you feel this way? You did that? Yeah. Well, I'm doing this. Oh man. Oh yeah, this. And I'm going through that. Well, I have this issue, and I'm like. We find that camaraderie and that bond and something. So we have something to talk about. We're all bored. Um, even though I didn't, like I said, I didn't do a lot of stuff. I don't go out a lot. What I did do is interact with people. I love to talk. I love talking to people. I love just, I don't, and I say talking, I mean talking, not texting. I love hearing what people have to say. I like hearing the reactions. I love making jokes. I love doing my thing. That's something that I have to 
uh, make my family suffer through now. And um, I, I feel bad for them because they 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 have to put up with me. And I'm 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 going to apologize. And when this is all over, I'm going to buy them all ice cream sandwiches. But those are things that I'm just you just missing. Those are just the new things that we have to deal with. I mean, you know, I have had the same take of gas in my car for almost two weeks. And that's unheard of. Like, gas, and that's another thing. Fucking gas prices are looking like it's 2001 again. No, 2000. 2099? I don't know. You get older, you forget. Whatever. But they're down, here they're like a dollar sixty something. 69 or something like that. 67. I didn't go out today, so I don't know what they are today. But, um,. I just thought about going buying gas just because it was cheap. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, weird. You know, I, I think, I think people are like, not sure. Everybody checking the news and you listen to all this shit. Like I said, we all get bombarded with all these stories and you're like, what the fuck is happening? What are we doing next? What's going to happen today? Oh, they said this. I heard this. I heard this words. I heard this word. I hear they're doing this. I heard this doesn't work. I heard this, that, and that. And everybody's just rapping and you're hearing all this information all over the place. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I just summarized it. I said, look, it's a fucked up situation. We don't know what's happening. Everybody doesn't know. Um, it's like a learn as you go. Like you're, you're cutting through the jungle and you're figuring out what the best path to take. And if you realize what path you took is wrong, you got to backtrack and go another way. So with that, I've kind of settled in my new, to my new life. I um, I'm in, I'm, I'm appreciating the time that I have in the house with my family, because you don't know, uh, you know, um, all of us. Um, None of us really are immune to anything. Uh, we don't know what's a good health person or bad health person. I mean, a person that's health-wise, we know something. They, they, they tell you something, but you don't know. You don't know. You have to assume that anyone is susceptible. So appreciating the time, uh, relaxing. I do my job. I work. I talk to my friends. I find space in myself. I find this is a, I find this, a, this to be an opportunity to just uh, not be caught up with the hustle and bustle. To be running around all over the place trying to get shit done. Um, I, I I have to trust in something. I mean, I, I know how people feel about government and leaderships, leadership. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't have the answers. I only know what I can do. Keep myself safe, my family safe. And that's all I can do. I can, I can rely on them and trust medical professionals because I'm not a doctor. You wouldn't want me being a doctor. Trust me. I suck at it. I failed uh, anatomy and physiology horrible, horribly, horribly. I might have mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but I literally took a final or took a test. What do you mean a fucking final? I took a test, and the only thing I knew on the test was my name. People say that as a joke. Like, you're so stupid, you couldn't even know your name. No, I knew my name. That's the only thing I knew on that test. And I said, then look at that. I said, this is not a field for me. So those folks out there doing that and um, taking care of people and putting their lives out there fighting the front line, hey, they are um, a godsend. And they are the people that, you know, we look at them and say, hey, one day everybody, I think one day every profession's job, every profession's number is called. And you're asked to step up and do something that you've never done before, but it's a thing that you prepare for. Uh, whether you're a uh, military professional, military personnel, uh, medical, uh, firefighters, police, uh, technical, uh, 
electricians, iron workers, we're all asked at some point time to step up and do something that's never been done before. And we label people as heroes. I, I personally, I have a thing about the word hero, but um, I, I, I would more so say that they're brave um, because they're brave and they're strong people. But um, we all, at some point in time in our life, can be called to answer the bell. Um, so if that's the situation we're in, I can deal with it. I'm not a nurse or a doctor or a medical professional on the front line dealing with sick people. So, like, from my point of view, I can say, hey, I'm bored. I ain't not going to lie to you. I'm really bored. Um, I don't go outside very much. I went out to my garage yesterday, and that was a major thing. My son went to Meyer today, and I was like, thank God you're going. You're young. You're healthy. You're strong. Just look for these two things if they haven't come back. <laughs> um, because I'm an asthmatic, which scares the shit out of me a little bit. A little bit. Uh, my wife is, which scares the shit out of me a little bit. Um, but, uh, like I said, if those people can do their job and be out there and doing their thing, it's not a big deal. Stay in the house, sit the fuck down. Uh, chill out. I don't need to go to my friends' houses. I got cell phones. They got say, FaceTime and Skype and all that shit. Um, right now, the thing is the time when the millennials got it right. Don't go visit somebody. Just text me or FaceTime me. So, uh, and it's not forever. We're not in prison. But if you want to compare it to prison, there's some dudes in prison been there for 25 years. They've been sitting down for a while. So if we can't sit our asses down for a little while and just do our part to make sure this shit is crazy. And it's cool. So I have confidence that eventually this will be over. Um, what the end toll will be, anybody's guess. But, hey, it's not that hard. You can do anything for a few weeks. Well, not anything. Not anything. Um, I tried playing tennis once. I couldn't do it for 35 minutes. I hurt myself. But you get my point. You get my point, people. <laughs> so, um, I thought of something funny to do because I always like to leave something funny. And, and um, I don't want to make it always sad. I never I never want to be sad. I'm always positive. I'm always, I'm always upbeat about things. I have a glass half full type thing. I always have friends say, it's a gloomy, dreary, it's a gloomy, dreary, rainy day. I say, well, the alternative is being dead. So you could be dead and miss this rainy day, or you look up in the sky and get a little rain in your face. That's how I look at this shit. So um, anybody complaining about shit on a day-to-day basis, I say, hey, get the fuck over that shit. Uh, so let's see. So I found some funny funny memes. Um, some of these I'm going to read. Some of them not because they're they're colorful. Um, and some of them are not the best things to read and share. I understand how that goes. I have no filter, but I understand some people do. So let me thumb through here through my phone. Uh, and, um, well, before that, I'm going to say some of the funny things, some of the things I've done to manage this. So to manage the time, I've actually done some, some weird things. Uh, I bought my kids ice cream one day. I actually bought ice cream for them and I ate cheese. Now I don't eat cheese. I don't eat dairy and I paid for that, but I bought my kids cheese and ice cream because I said that they have to have something to kind of give them a feeling that something's good coming every now and then. Every so often through a drought, through a downtime, it gave them something nice. Um. I actually bought movies. Now, before I read these memes, sorry about that. Before I read these memes, I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, about that. Um, I don't buy very many movies online. I don't, first of all, I don't, I have a lot of streaming services. Uh, and I made sure I kept those subscriptions going during this period. But one thing I don't do is I don't buy movies online. And I have a friend who, is like gives me the shit about it. I still buy Blu-rays. 
until they stop making Blu-rays, and he know who he is, I will keep buying fucking Blu-rays. But I did buy some movies, and I'm going to buy some more uh, because the theaters are closed, and they're not showing any movies in the theaters. They weren't making money. But I did go to the movie theaters before they closed. I'm going to tell you about that before I can. So I check out here too. But I bought Star Wars. Uh, and my kids and myself sat and watched it. And we had the greatest fucking time. And um, I'm looking at some of the other streaming services. And there are a lot of movies that were in theaters that were just released. But they're not, they weren't doing that good. So they're on streaming services. And they're all basically $20. So I figure over the next few weeks, I'm going to buy a movie a week and we're going to watch a movie a week and that'll give us something to do, something interesting, something entertaining, something to keep them up, just spirits up and things of that nature. But, um, ah, oh shoot, I don't want to lose track of the movie thing. I got to tell you the movie thing, sorry. So I got to tell you the movie story. So, um, I did a crazy thing. I did do a crazy thing. Um, I think it was, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Let me look at this thing and see when I went. But I went to the movies. We actually went to the movies twice in this whole time. But one was back like, um, it was in, it was in, uh, I want to say February. Uh, I think it was February. But most recently we went to the movies and we went to go see um, The Hunt. And the movie doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not plugging the movie. I'm not going to say I'm going to give you a fucking review on the movie because I'm just not going to do that. But, um, went to the movies and, um, let's see what day I went. I went the 14th, so nine days ago. And it was a funny situation where my son was like, he came in the room and he was talking about he tried to go see the movie a few days before and his friend said it was sold out. They would close the movie theater early. So they would close the theater early. He couldn't get to see a movie. They canceled it. So I said to him in my ignorance, I said, well, fuck it, man. Let's go to movies. Let's go tomorrow. Well, let's go tonight. Let's go tonight. He said, I'll go if you go. I said, well, let's go. So I go ahead and we go at 1050 at night. Now, in this theater, they were like, it was a smaller theater because it's not a big movie. Probably maybe 13 people in this theater. 13. We sit there. We have a great time watching the movie, right? It's late at night. And on the way out, I'm thinking, well, on the way leading up to the theater, I'm thinking, this is probably a bad idea. We probably shouldn't have gone to this theater. We shouldn't see this. We shouldn't have gone to see this. We should have stayed at home because at that point, I was kind of hunkering down. I was, I was like settling, settling on being in the house. But we went anyway. And um, I got my usual, you know. The theater was empty as shit. There, there weren't that many people in there. And the theater, the theater itself, not the theater, the show, the theater, um, but the movie theater was empty. And it was at that point I said, you know, they probably should close this shit down because there's nobody really in here. And I say that because the week before, we had gone to see, uh, not the week before, but like eh, 10 days before, we went to go see, uh, on the 4th, I went to go see The Invisible Man. And there was really nobody in there. And that was a pretty decent movie. Uh, and a few days before that, we went to go see Sonic. So on the first one, we went to go see Sonic. So in March, I saw three movies. And every time I went, the theater, the, 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 the movie, um, wait, what's the word you say for this? The audience was smaller and smaller. And I could see a trend changing. Now, we went to see Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was funny as shit. I love Jim Carrey. But I did notice it was like still, I think each, no theater I was in had more than 20 people in it. So, um, that last one, when I was really nervous, told that to my wife, I even said, I probably shouldn't do this. She said, well, yeah, but I can't go. I said, yeah, I know. I probably shouldn't go either. But it was at that point, I said, man, bump it. Bump it. We're going to go. 
Now, that day, I think the day after we went to go see that movie, uh, a few days after that, uh, the theater came out, AMC came out, was like, we're going to um, start canceling some movies. The first day they canceled movies. First, they um, started saying we're reducing the number of partic- uh, of uh, audi- uh, um, uh, uh, audience the, the, the audience capacity would be reduced and because they do assigned seats they were saying that they're gonna re- to kind of create some, uh, kind of uh, um, promote social distancing by limiting the number of seats and the location of seats you can buy so now I didn't go to theater after I went on the 14th that was the last time I went but uh, I was like hmm well it's time for me to stop going to the fucking theater because when you start saying things like we're gonna distance the number, we're gonna limit the number of seats and the locations in which you can buy seats in a theater. I mean, a theater is basically a big ass room. If you smoke in the front of a theater, you smell it in the back. So I'm like, that does no good, homie. That does no good at all. So I was like, I'm done. I'm really done with this. And shortly thereafter, they closed the theaters. But again, I think it was. A, I had to get a theater thing because it was. A, it, was a, it was a dumb thing. It was a dumb thing. So, and shit, I knew it. Now I forgot where I was before that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You kind of get the gist of where I'm going with this. Bottom line is, or my takeaway is from this, I'm going to try my best to survive this time as we go through this situation. I don't think it's impossible, no. But I do think it will wear on me. I think it's going to wear on everyone. Uh, I'm going to probably try to do more here just to kind of, you know, give myself something to do, some communication with folks, you know, reach out to you guys more, uh, hopefully get some feedback and some feelings on it from other people as far as like what you guys are going through and how you're feeling about this. Um, and if there's anything I can say, um, this on a positive note is that we're not in it alone. We're not in this alone. Sometimes you feel like you're going through something alone, but this isn't one of those situations. We're all dealing with this together. Differently, different way, different situations, but different scenarios, but the same situation. You know, um, tonight I'm sitting in my house. My friends are sitting in their house. They have their children. You have your children. If you're living by yourself, you're by yourself. You know, I have friends that are single and living by themselves and have their own bit their own challenges. We're all dealing with challenges, but there's no other place on this planet I'd rather live than go through this. Nowhere. I know some of the stories on the news show that it's better here, it's better there. No. I'm good. I mean I'm biased because I was born and raised and lived here my whole life. But if that's my only justification for it, so be it. Um, so, again, folks, like I said, it's not going to be a standard thing. It's not going to be my typical what I learned on the internet today. We've all learned enough stuff on the internet today to where we don't want to hear about the internet and thing we learned today. We probably all had the same stories or some version of them. So, um, over the next few days, few weeks, I'm going to you know put out some things that are a little unique, a little different, you know. Let's just all just have to make the best of this as we can. Let's do our part. Let's do the best we can to keep this thing um, to a minimum as we possibly can. Uh, listen to the medical professionals, the people that we 
rely on when we have medical issues. Let's listen to them. Let's do our best. Practice, you know, some good hygiene and all that crap. Don't stick your finger in your ear and then lick your finger. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I know everyone's not going to do it. I saw a guy in a the movie theater walk out of the bathroom after using the toilet while washing his hands. And I was like, dude, there's a sign on the wall and it's on your phone. You just saw this shit and yet and still here you are doing this. So we're not going to get 100%. I know that. But and all we can do is control what we do. So just do our part. Do our best. And uh, hopefully at the end of the day, we'll come out of this. We'll look back on it and it'll be the story of the year. Remember COVID 2020. 2020. And remember that? Yeah, we're all better now. No. So, uh, look for follow-up posts. I have enjoyed this evening with you guys. I am Gregory, and I'll see you probably tomorrow. I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> Alright, folks. We'll make tomorrow's show more enjoyable. This is the only time, unless something unique happens, this is the only time I'm going to dwell on this like this. I feel like we need to focus on other shit. Uh, get our keep our minds and spirits high. So, all right. Until next time.